For GateWorld.net, I'm David Reed, and I'm here at Comic-Con San Diego, the first big day with Miss Nicole DeBoer. DeBoer, yeah. DeBoer. Yeah. Hello, hello. It's crazy. Dr. I believe Allison Porter. Dr. Allison Porter. On Stargate Atlantis. I play on Stargate Atlantis, yeah. One episode this year, Whispers so far. Just one episode or so far. that you're allowed to tell us. No, that's all I've been invited to do so far. I guess um, you're I think You're kidding. It, well, I think the plan is that, you know, the whole idea is it's an uh, all-female team. Yeah. away team. Uh-huh. And I think they want to air the episode and see how people feel about the women and what the response is, and um, then they'll decide from there which woman they might invite back. <laughs> this is kind of like testing yes, the water. Yes, tests, yes. Um, You've been involved in so many big science fiction franchises, you know, I mean, obviously Deep Space Nine, right. which surely you get the most the hits big, about. The big institution. But also like like some quiet cult hits like The Dead Zone. Right, yes. Um, you've been on The Outer Limits. Yes, I have a film Cube that did very well. Cube, that's right. Yes. That's right. What? Yes. Wasn't that with David Hewlett? It was. Yeah, and that was the last time, first and last time we worked together, so he was, and we didn't get to work together on, uh, on Stargate Atlantis. Because okay. it just, our characters didn't get to meet. But I got to see him on set, and that was fabulous, because I love David. How did, how did they approach you to get in touch with you about this character? Were they talking about, like, a, a whole female um, ensemble? What, yeah, what got you interested? Yeah, they were. They, they, I, they called me in to, uh, to read for it, and I actually went in for the character of uh, Major Teldy. And I thought, well, I, I don't know if I'd really be right for that or not, but I like the character. But then when they watched my tape, they uh, decided, oh no, there's our there's our porter. We found our porter. Oh, so I got an offer, and I was like, oh, okay, interesting. Oh, it's for Porter. Okay. How much of Stargate had you seen? I haven't seen a lot of it. You know, um, I've just I've just caught it here or there, but I like what I saw. How does Stargate, with the exposure that you've had, how does that compare to like the other sets, the other sci-fi shows that you've worked on? Is it more uh, stressful, less? I mean, uh, what, no. what kind of atmosphere? I really liked. Um, well, I like the studios that they film at, Bridges in, in Vancouver. Yeah. It's a great, it's a great place to work. And I just thought the casting crew were fabulous. They were having a really good time, you know, which is nice to see after so many years. So it can go either way. It can be a family atmosphere, or it can be sort of people get grouchy yeah. and stuff. But it's a really great atmosphere that they have over there. Whispers, the episode that you're in in season five, has been talked about just a little, and they say that it's kind of a spooky show. What can you tell us about your involvement? Well, from what I know, it's sort of a little departure from the usual sort of um, Atlantis sort of thing. It's scary. It's like uh, like a horror kind of episode. It's a lot of fog, a lot of creepy, scary things. And it involves some chicks with machine guns. Big, big gun. What does something tells me Joe Malazzi was behind that? <laughs> Could it be? I, you know, I just don't. <laughs> so. <laughs> yes. No, and he was there every day on set. Um, you know, flying us with chocolate, <laughs> keeping us well fed with chocolate, and taking lots of pictures of us. And uh, it was a great time. I think. I think. I hope that the fans are really going to enjoy that episode. I think so. You spent a lot of time with Paul McGillian. Is he someone you've worked with before? I haven't, but we both have um, Scottish backgrounds. So, really? So we clicked immediately. Um, he wouldn't stop hitting on me the whole time. <laughs> He's a charmer, a believe me. And, oh, man. Um, no, I'm kidding. Very cool. All right. Yeah, he's fabulous. And so, and my character and his character there seems to be a little 
that winky wink? Winky winky going on. So well, we'll see. So you don't die by the end of the episode. Are you hoping to return? Um, I would love to come back. I would yeah. love to return. Everything. Yeah, it was, I love the. I like the character. I'd like to see more things happen with her. So you know, we'll see. I wouldn't say no. May I ask you a Star Trek question? Sure. That's probably uh, Esri is probably the character you're most known for. Would you yeah. have to agree with that? Yeah. After sure. all these years, and I'm sure this is one you get asked all the time, does the does the evergreenness of this franchise still surprise you? I mean, um, even though this, the television series are in like a resting period right now, you know, and now J.J. Abrams is coming back aboard. Yeah. What? How has this experience like changed you in any way? That's the 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 whole. Star Trek experience, even though you were there just for one season, right. but did amazing Well, when I came it. on, um, Hans Beimler, one of the producers, said to me, you know, this is really going to change your world. It's really going to be crazy. Yeah. And I already had bags of uh, big garbage bags of fan mail on my first day of work waiting for me. So it, wow. is, it is crazy, but I really embrace it. I love it. I love the fans. Um, I've always liked the genre. I was a big fan of Next Generation. So I was pretty excited to be part of all of that. And um, I think it's a great thing. And I think the whole J.J. Uh, Abrams, you, you know, gosh, I would love to have been a part of that movie. But Paul's in it. Um, yeah, Paul is one of the people who lucky him. He got to be in it. But I think, um, you know, I think it's kind of cool for it to just be be calm for a little while and then have another resurgence and, like, do another show where I would be old enough to be captain. And that would be the plan. And then there'd be all sorts of new special effects that we'd be capable of doing by that time. So just give it a few years and then make me captain. You don't worry about being typecast? You wouldn't mind coming back to doing another Star Trek? No, I would totally do it because, you know what, I, I really love being in space. I mean, it's been fun to do other things that aren't in space all the time, but I'm quite comfortable in space. And I enjoy it. And, you know, it's... You end up doing a, a lot of stronger things as a woman than just playing some guy's girlfriend or something. You know, like if you get little guest spots here and there. A lot of times in non-sci-fi, it's not that gratifying role necessarily. I mean, you, yeah, the, you, you've got little girls watching you yeah. saying, you know, like, I mean, like Whoopi Goldberg did with Michelle Nichols, I'm sure you know that, where, there's a black lady on TV and she ain't no maid, you know? Exactly. Now we have women astronauts and yeah. the world's, you know, but the world still needs strong female role exactly. models, you know, yeah. with a strong moral center. Yeah, and sci-fi is more and more becoming like the mainstream, I mean, that's what everybody's talking about anyway, you know, so I totally embrace it. I love Part of it. Yeah, I mean, with all the crap in the world, you know, we more and more often we need escapism, exactly. and that's got to be very gratifying to be a part of. It is.